welcome back to the Live the Legacy podcast, a project brought to you by the Andrew Goodman Foundation. This is your host, Mo Banks, and we're back this time with another bonus episode. In honor and in celebration of the life of Andrew Goodman, we're releasing his audio story as read by our programs and communications manager, Mia Matthews. To read along with this story, you can visit the news section on our website at andrewgoodman.org. Without further ado, please enjoy the story of our namesake, Andrew Goodman. Andrew Goodman's legacy is deeply meaningful to me as a young changemaker sharing the same frustrations as Andrew and his fellow student activists. We both came from families who encouraged our learning and civic participation, and by so doing, instilled an awareness of how voting on local and national scales impacts everyone we call our friends, family, and neighbors. Our college experiences had a few things in common, from reading the works of Malcolm X and James Baldwin to participating in marches and sit-ins. Andrew Andy Goodman was a student, dedicated civil rights activist, and friend to many. His interest in learning about racial and economic discrimination started early, with his parents, Robert and Carolyn Goodman, enrolling Andrew and his brother David in the integrated and progressive Walden School. In 1958, he attended a march for integrated schools in Washington, D.C., where, on the way, he chose to sit next to a black man to learn of his racial experiences. As a high school student interested in inequity, Andrew and a classmate decided to investigate the causes of poverty by interviewing minors, state congressmen, and labor union representatives in the West Virginia coal mining industry. While presenting their findings, Andy and his classmate argued that in order to protect the poor, structural changes within the capitalist system are necessary. While studying anthropology at Queens College, he was recruited to be part of a voter registration project known as Freedom Summer 1964. Like many young people today, Andrew was frustrated with how the systems of oppression continued to create division and suppress the voices and votes of the people. Andy's family, community, and life experiences helped to create his desire to become an activist and ally. Freedom Summer 1964 was a voter registration project focusing on Mississippi due to the low, historically low rates of black voter registration in the state. Volunteers worked with communities within freedom schools, often former churches transformed into centers for learning how to read and write, sew, dance, and of course, how to register to vote and become civically engaged. For project training, Andrew and fellow young changemakers traveled to Oxford, Ohio, where they were taught why and how to assist Black Mississippians in registering to vote. Andrew volunteered to join civil rights workers in Mississippi, where he met two other activists, James Earl Cheney and Michael Schwerner. The day after Andy arrived, the three young men investigated the condition of a burned church building, site now holding space as a freedom school. Later in the afternoon, the group was arrested, detained, and murdered by the Ku Klux Klan. Their story captured nationwide attention, resulting in a public push leading to the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. In November of 2019, over 20 hate crimes plagued Syracuse University's campus in the span of just a few weeks. The Black-led student movement, hashtag NotAgainSU, rose from the lack of Ministry of Transparency in response to these hate crimes. I was asked to facilitate communications between the student activists and the Department of Public Safety, or known as DPS. The group leaders knew that I was privileged not only in being white, but also by being a Syracuse local, making the DPS officers more willing to work together. The occupation lasted for eight days and only ended by the start of Thanksgiving break with our students having to leave campus. 
What I remember most from that week is the feeling of hope in our collective power as young changemakers. I get that same feeling when I look at a photograph of Andrew Goodman and his friends, all standing up and shining for what they knew was right. Remarkable moments come from young people gathering together and working toward a shared vision, which is exactly what our Andrew Goodman ambassadors are doing now. Student leaders nationwide are advocating for the needs of voters in their campus communities, improving access to polls, providing information about elections, and joining a network of organizers. Andrew Goodman ambassadors break down the barriers to students voting by working to make election day a holiday free of classes, getting student IDs to count as valid voter ID, adding secure voter registration drop boxes in dorm buildings, or creating an on-campus polling site. Andrew Goodman has inspired generations of activists, with our ambassadors carrying on his legacy by continuing the fight for youth voting rights on campuses across the United States. A special thank you to Mia Matthews for reading today's episode. And another shout out to Tabeek Music for the music that you heard on today's episode. If you liked today's episode, please like, share, and subscribe, and tell three friends about us. Until next time, this has been your host, Mo Banks. Thanks so much for listening.